Welcome, welcome. It's another podcast for you. Podcast number 46. I highly recommend that you seek out some of my other podcasts. If this happens to be the first one you've listened to. Anyway, I am Diane Kamikaze. Today my guest is Noel Martin of Menace. We're going to have a little bit of a chat. And uh, if you were listening to this in 2016, before mid-October, I'll tell you now, because they've got some tour dates coming up in the States. Thursday, September 29th at Sunnyvale in Brooklyn. Friday, September 30th at Jabber Jaws in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Saturday, October 1st at Halftime's Music Venue in Newark, Delaware. Sunday, October 2nd, Slash Run in Washington, D.C. They'll be playing at Cherry Street Station in Wallingford, Connecticut on Wednesday, October 5th. Thursday the 6th at Firehouse 13 in Providence, Rhode Island. Friday, October 7th at Kung Fu Necktie in Philly and Saturday, October 8th. Jewel Nightclub in Manchester, New Hampshire. Menace, of course, is a band with a lot of history and they are rapidly moving forward. So please, take a listen. So my very special guest today is Noel Martin of Menace. Hello, sir. How are you? How are you, Diane? It's a long time since we've seen each other uh, in that very fateful time, the day before 9-11. Yes. When, uh, we were in your studio playing a set, which I've still got recording of, and it's never been released, so it's still got that. It's still out there. And uh, it brings back some sad memories. I can't even come back into the country any time now without getting emotional when mm. it comes to that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, you had a Too whole... Your, your band had an entirely different type of suffering, and you were yeah. here in New York. So well, at the time, to, to be fair, it was all a bit surreal, and it, yes. it, didn't, it didn't hit us. The only thing to do, the first time it hit me, was when, it, when I came back and met my wife, and I just then thought, oh my gosh, she must have been so worried. And it never, it never, I mean, we got a message to her saying we were okay, but um, it, was, it was a day later because everything was down. Yes. We got a, got a message out on the internet to say that we were okay. But um, she didn't, at first she didn't know where we were. She said, well, the state's a big place, it could be anywhere. But then when she realized that we were in Manhattan, she thought, oh my God, you know, she, she started to worry then. So, because when I saw the newspapers that she had clippings of when I got home, that's the first time it, I really got emotional about it, you know. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so you guys are coming back. We're coming back, indeed. <laughs> Again. <laughs> We've been back a couple of times since then. Yes. On the East Coast and the West Coast. And, uh, yeah, we're doing a few shows um, with a new lineup. Um, got some new guys in the band. I'm just looking for the, the dates that we're doing. You're doing uh, Thursday, September 29th. Um, that's in right. in Brooklyn at Sunnyvale, and I'll I will Sunnyvale. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've not played there. We've we've played previously in um, the Grand Victory, which is a which was a great place. It's, it's uh, yes. so sad that that's uh, closed down. They just closed. I don't know it, what yeah. Sunnyvale is. I, I have no idea, but it's on the same street apparently. Mm-hmm. So that's all good. 
Yeah, so I, I haven't actually been there either, so I expect that might be the first time that I'll be there. And then, uh, and I will run through your entire um, tour at the end of the oh, interview great. later also. I have everything written down. But you're in the States <coughs> from September 29th to October 8th. October 8th, yeah. Ending in, <coughs> uh, in Manchester, New Hampshire. That's right. Yep, and you'll be there. Never been there before. And what a great week, because I'll tell you what, as well as that, um, it's my birthday on the, on the 6th, and it's Finn's birthday, I think, on the 7th, and it's, it's um, Harvey's birthday, I can't remember the date, but it's his birthday during that period, really? and it's Rob, the bass player's anniversary So, so you, in that whole week. You have four and celebrations also, um, in eight days. Um, Pat from Violation Records, it's his birthday on the, on the 7th at the Kung Fu Necktie. So it's a, it's a whole load of stuff that we're um, we're celebrating. So you're just coming to the states to have like four parties in ten days. Well, effectively, yeah. Well, oh. you know, the, the the playing thing for us is just about having a great time with you people over there, and it's it's yeah something to do in the evening. <laughs> we'll do the tourist bit in the daytime, travel around, and in the evening. Well, uh, we've got something to do. We, we can play and we can have lots of alcohol and, you know, as you do, mm-hmm. being Irish, you know, you have a few beers and a few Jägermeisters and a few whiskeys. And I've also got some relatives in New York which will come along. So I was there two weeks ago at a wedding. So, you know, it's... Uh, so you're getting warmed up. Oh, so we're getting warmed up, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, and, and you guys have been playing a lot. You just played a Rebellion Fest. Yeah, we How just played that? that. We're playing this weekend at the Undercover Festival, so if there's any Americans coming over for that, that's a really great festival as well. Yeah, I and, saw uh, we don't, we don't. It seems sometimes that we play a lot, but we don't play as much as people think. We do. We pretty much max out at about 30 gigs a year, so we don't, we don't, we're not like out there every minute of the day. So if you see us on someplace, come and see us. You ain't going to see us again for at least a year, mm-hmm. if, if again, you know. Like we're not playing Boston this time, for example. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, you're playing, you have Connecticut and Rhode Island. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Rhode Island being close to Boston. We didn't yeah. do Rhode Island last time, so mm-hmm. people that want to see us will come from Boston. It's not a million miles. It's it's reasonably close. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you're playing the Undercover Fest tomorrow, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. That's, tomorrow uh, night. that's... Yeah, so I've got to drop my stuff down to my daughter for the uni and then uh, straight on to the show afterwards. And so... so fun. So tell me about um, who's in the, the band now. And you are an original member. You're in your yeah. 40th year <coughs> playing. I'm the only original member left, unfortunately. Yes. Um, it's not something that I would have wanted or something that I necessarily like, but um, it's, it's just either I stop playing altogether or I join another band or I, I keep minutes going. Yeah, are we still... I mean, Steve and Charlie, the, the, the other two surviving members of Menace, are going to come and play a couple of songs at the at the hundred club with us, um, but uh, and without Menace going, uh, you know, without Menace doing what we're doing, that would never happen because we would have to do too much work to actually put a set together. But they can just jump in now and do. Mm. You know. So the current lineup is uh, Finn Panton. He's the guitarist and main singer. Uh, like the front man, if you like, and uh, really great guy. He's been around since 1977. He's from the Portsmouth area. And uh, he's played in uh, several bands, um, you know, um, what is it, um, 
something meant and slags um, in the 80s and going right back to the 70s playing the band called the Eels which were kind of a record deal out and uh, you know but uh, he's been around for a long time Rob the bass player he is originally Tim Kurt Rob so he's he was there He's had some fame. He's been on the um, the early King Kong record, oh, the early King Kurt records, and um, <laughs> he was on top of the pops and everything like that. And that's when he had hair. And he <laughs> says, as soon as he lost his hair, they sacked him. But you know, that's not really true. <laughs> and he's a, he's a really great guy as well. That, that you know, we, he's my new drinking buddy, as it were, because he, he he likes me, he likes to drink, <laughs> and uh, we've got similar backgrounds, families, and stuff. And then we have Harvey. Harvey Harvey is from the um, um, Bournemouth area, and he's our sort of second guitar. He's a bass player naturally, but he plays guitar very well too. So and that makes up the four piece. So we've got the two guitars now to give it the extra power, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and uh, and then there's me, obviously, who's been hanging on forever. <laughs> hanging on behind the kit and how is that hanging for you I mean I'm going to guess that you probably were drumming before you were in the band so you've been drumming for I, I think I started drumming in, in about 1970 or 71 mm-hmm. so I've been doing it for well over 40 years Yeah. You know, I, you know, I mean I would have been 14 or 15 when I started drumming I'm 61 now so the mathematicians amongst you can work that one out <laughs> and is there a difference for you I mean, is it, I mean, in some ways it's physically easier or you know how to do it and your body is perhaps dealing with certain uh, aspects of aging that, that I'm trying to... You're very polite, aren't you? You know, you know a fat old kid. Why don't you just say it? A fat old kid that can't... can't well, no, to be truthful, then the truth is this. Uh, obviously in 76 or even before that, 75, 77... Um, being a, a sort of a slim young man, I was able to sort of go all night, sort of thing. You know, literally go all night. Now it takes me all night to do or to go all night, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But it's um, when 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 men have started the second time, we we were sort of doing before that we were doing kind of like South London soul. It was our own sort of music, as it were. And, it was slowish, although it was powerful. It was slowish, but when when we when we got to, when that band became Menace, after a gig we done with Mark Perry from ATV, mm-hmm. um, when we decided, well, let's just get Menace back. It it nearly killed me. The, the gig absolutely nearly killed me because really? the, the 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 rate and the speed and things like that. I mean, oh my god! I mean, my solar plexus was aching. I could hardly breathe mm. because I'm singing as well. You see, so I can't just sit back and yes. And not and just play the drums and get my breath. I have to sing as well, so I'm using my breathing for the vocals to get things out. So I'm not may may not breathe as often as you need to. Mm-hmm. You know, vocalists out there will tell you when you need to breathe and stuff. Yeah, but of course, but I'm not trained, so I'm just a punk. I just sing. Oh yeah, time. no, a, a singing drummer is is definitely quite a quite a task. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and then I I said, well, oh god, I can't do this. So I went. To the gym, and I I I done um, as well as and, and I do some martial arts, but I, I just forget that part of it. But I do I do now I do sort of the the weight and the, the whole regime with weights, and um, and I then do the aerobic stuff. So I do uh, interval training. So I do like 30, 40 minutes on 
one minute, two minutes, flat out to normal, flat out to normal. So I really pushed myself a lot. So now I can play a show and it doesn't even make me breathe hard. So I, mean, I can play for hours now. So, so yeah. being in Menace has gotten you into being Bitter. in the best shape of your life. Uh, well, do you know what? Obviously, I'm not an 18-year-old, but for a 61-year-old, I'm reasonably fit, hopefully. You mm-hmm. know, there's not anything lurking in the in, inside that's rotting away that I don't know about, but um, I'm, I'm fit, I'm, you know, reasonably healthy. I mean, I've got asthma, but apart from that, that doesn't affect my drumming. But yeah, you know, I've got a, a good, reasonably good physique, and I can keep going for a while, you know, so, all right. Awesome. Certainly helps, certainly helps with the drinking at the bar. Of course, of course. Well, it's, it's, all, it's all in the package. It know. is, absolutely. It is absolutely. All, all together. Hey, so um, the majority of your releases over the last 10 years um, are listed in, as uh, self-released. Uh, the last two records were <clears throat> on our own label. Yeah, the last two, the last two albums. Prior to that, it was released. We, I mean, we recorded, and it was on, at our cost, and we'd done a deal with the, I think, Captain Oi or whatever. And, and actually, no, no, the last two were ours. The ones before that were on Captain Oi. So mm. it was, um, he funded it and then recouped, right? But uh, we found that doing it ourselves is, is, is better. We're, we're under less pressure. So and we, we can recoup e- a little bit easier than uh, we have to worry about with a record company. You get very little from a record company. Mm. And 99 pence for every record or something like that. And it's like, you know, we can, we can obviously make more the other way. Not that it's about making money. We, we, we want to make money to do the next record. Right. That's how it works. Well, yeah. Our merchandise... It just generates money to do the next lot of merchandise. It, just, mm-hmm. it keeps going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that, that, that's how it works. So, yeah, we, we've done them ourselves and we put them out ourselves. Um, we do then license um, the records that we do to other countries. So, um, right now, it isn't out yet, but coming out, it's on Violation Records from Philly. That's a uh, patch. Pat Boyle from Philly, Patrick mm-hmm. Boyle. He's bringing out um, London Stories on vinyl and on CD. So that, that's coming out almost as we speak. So, oh, cool. There's a lot of... You know, um, I've so we, seen... we have an American release, you know. So that, that, that's good. That uh, all helps to get to the people over that side of the pond. And I've seen that there's really a lot of call for that. On, on your website, which is um, is uh, menace77.co.uk, the best... Um, .co.uk, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's, there's links to merch. We also have, we're doing with Radiation Records on the other side of the, 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 the states, um, from uh, Anaheim in uh, California. He's re-releasing the original singles. Um, we've done the first two, which are now sold out. Um, the third one is coming out, so I think it's I Need Nothing. That's coming out, and it may be out in time for the tour. He's he's, he's already got the the pressing and that done. He's just got to he's got to do the the bulk, you know. So mm-hmm. he's got the acetate or the, the 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 metal path done, and he's just waiting to now get the pressing plant to go wow. out. So he's going to try and have those ready for us by the tour. But that's so yeah, we we got bits bits and pieces coming out. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <coughs> 
I'm, I'm sorry, what's the name of that, that label, the last one you were talking about? Radiation. Oh, radiation. I think, it, I think the, the label that he uses for us is called Queer Pill. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. The, <clears throat> the, the, uh, the reissue of uh, Screwed yeah. Up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything is exactly as it was apart from the name. Right now, I, I, I have to say, and I, I think Pat will be the same. He, they, they, they don't try and, I mean, because we've had re-releases over here, and they're cheap by comparison. There's, there's a, the, the cardboard in, in, the, in the, the bag, the, the single, the mint, the, the, the record goes into, is thinner. But over in the States, they're not. They're, they're good quality. They're heavy. They're a heavier vinyl, heavyweight vinyl. Mm -hmm. The packaging is good. The, the attention to detail is, is really good. So it's a, it's a great reproduction. It's not just a, a cheap reproduction. After they're all out, then he, he has got then a number of box sets, which he will do single box sets. I mean, oh, that'd wow. be very limited, so it'll probably do it. It'll probably be on eBay or something like that. And it'll be like, I think it's only doing like 30 or 40 maximum. So. Mm, interesting. Oh, that'll yeah, be, that'll yeah. be cool. A box set is always, I don't know, I love box sets. Yeah, I, 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 we'll, we'll, all we'll, what we'll get from that is we'll get five box sets. So I'll have one for an auction or something or for charity, and I'll have one for each of the band. Mm -hmm. Although, to be honest, really, we should get seven because one for steve and one for charlie as well would be nice right yeah and seven I'd, I'd push for seven yeah because it's nice to have that isn't it you're right and you can show your grandchildren that, that is <laughs> them um you know the so the third so he's doing the i need nothing that's the um the next yeah, one that's he's the doing. next one in the list so was that record produced by john kale it was indeed How it was indeed now what happened was that uh, my history of remembering what we recorded is 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 odd because i can remember really clearly the pathway recordings and we done two two recordings there we we, we recorded everything in the one session for the four songs mm. so screwed up i need nothing uh, insane in society yeah, you know better than I do, because I can't remember Insane Society on the back of the screen, and I can't remember what was on the back of I Need Nothing. It might have been electrocution, I don't know. I can't, uh, can't remember. But um, so, yeah, he, uh, we put Screwed Up out, and then it was about eight months later, we went back into the studio to mix, mm -hmm. and then John Cale was there. So he, he mixed it for us. Not only did he mix it, he sang on it. Did he really? He did actually sing on it. Yeah, so John Cale is actually on that record on I Did Nothing. So wow, claim yeah. to fame. Well, we 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 need because Menace have always done the mob vocal. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Even back in the old days, we used to re-record our voices over and over again on the A track, and do not as big as we do it nowadays. But it was the, nowadays we get like thirty or forty people into a big studio and we do a proper terracy mob vocal, mm -hmm. you know? and then we do our own mob vocal as well, and one one's on top of the other. But in those days, we, we didn't have that. So whoever was in the studio at the time was the one. So it was um, Kim Turner, uh, he, who, who died recently, the, the brother of the guy from Wishbone Ash, mm. wow. uh, who was our who, who was Miles Copeland's um, record label manager, and he the one that signed us. And obviously the, the band and John Cale and the, and the engineer that was in the studio. So we were all, we were all on that. Oh, right, because you were on Illegal Records at the time, right? Illegal Records, the Copeland's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Copelands. Now, I can remember that one. I can't remember anything about GLC at all. Really? No, I can't. Not, not, not anything. Someone needs to sort of plug me into a machine so I can be <laughs> reminded. I don't, I mean, when I say 
I can't remember. I can't remember uh, literally any. It's not that I can't remember the recording. I can't remember where we did it. I can't remember getting in the car and going to a place in London where we recorded this. I couldn't tell you the studio. I couldn't tell you the area in London. I can't tell you anything about it at all. I have no clue how that record happened. Wow. It's there, and I'm on it. <laughs> no idea how it happened. It, <laughs> so I can tell you, I'm, I'm looking it up, and it says that it was recorded at Berry Street Studio. Berry Street is in the West End. Okay. I think Berry Street. Berry Street. That's what it says here. But no, Berry Street. Yeah, berry like strawberry. That's what it says. Oh, I think here. berry it might says, be in Morthamstow way. It says one berry street London. That's, oh, I'm going to look that up now. I'm going to try and find it. But, I mean, yeah, I could have looked that up on the single myself, I guess. But, uh, you know, I'm... I, oh, it's uh, more you know, fun to I, do it now. It says it's a recording studio I find it, in you know. Clerkenwell, central London. Clerkenwell. Oh, right. Clerkenwell. <laughs> yeah. And funny enough, in, in, on, the, on the new record, I refer to Clerkenwell. Because it's about one of the songs is about a guy that goes off to war. It's about a guy. You meet. I meet this guy on the way home from a gig, and um, he tells me his life story. And it's about when he was born. He was born in at the turn of the century, so 1900. He was born. Mm. So obviously he's, he can't be real. Yes. And one of the things he was, he went off to the, the Great War, and he was down the trenches. It was like a living hell. And then a German shell went off beside him and blew him back to Clerkenwell. So maybe that was in my mind. Maybe. Uh, See, you, you remember. Subliminally. Well, and then, and that's the, um, GLC is the record that sort of, I guess, caused a lot of chaos for you guys, wasn't it, band? GLC was the making of the band and, in some ways, the destruction of the band as well, hmm. in that GLC was hugely popular and everybody liked it, um, but it was banned. So Menace were then, following that, overlooked by media and uh, everybody else that was banned. I mean, sometimes the band thing works for you, but if no one's playing a song on the radio, then nobody right. knows about it. And Because there was so many bands releasing singles, there was such a glut of singles mm. that you could be very easily passed over. And there were so many good bands as well, all, all our contemporaries. They're, they're all really good bands and really good people. And the songs are great. Look at Vibrators and Nine Hour, really great songs, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, sing-along songs. Cam 69, all that kind of stuff. But because we, we had, you know, we, we could never um, be heard on the radio, um, it was overlooked, really. And, uh, you know, mm. we, got, we got into the lower charts, the, the normal charts, um, which screwed up. We got to something like 75 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And screwed up wasn't as popular as GLC. I think if GLC was out there, that would have got up a bit higher. And we'd have, we'd have then been known. We might have been picked up by uh, a bigger record company. We might have been picked up by an agent. But Menace never had that. We've had this underground thing forever. And the gigs we're doing now are as big as the gigs we've ever done. We've, we've not gone up and played the stadiums and then started to come down to play small gigs again. We're playing the same kind of gigs. We're getting we're getting great audiences for still. We 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 still fill places out. We're not not as much, not as many people as UK subs, but then they're iconic. Yes. But um, you know, we we do very well, and we we're, we're happy in that we've never had the fame, and then it's never gone down. So we're 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 really good. So when we play in places, it's uh, it's great for us because uh, we're we're really happy to get out and play. And as we don't play three hundred times a year, it's not a job for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not relying on it. I mean, some of the guys in the band obviously get paid and as for being musicians, and they are full-time musicians. 
mm-hmm. but they do manage and other things and studio things and things like that. Whereas I go to work every day, nine to five. I slip off to work and do my stuff and come home and and uh, do the bands sort of thing and get on the phones as well. I'm up to two o'clock most nights, talking to America, or talking to wherever <coughs> to, to to stimulate. Um, you know the growth of the band. You know. Well, and you, you know, you've always been a working class band. I would expect nothing less, except for well, you yeah. to be. Well, yeah, you, you have know. to work if you're working class. Yeah. I mean, obviously, being a bit older now, I've I've done most of my working life, and um, the first part of my working life was very much with my hands, and now my working is very much with my head, and I've I've sort of like crossed over mm-hmm. to the, the 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 dreaded managing divide, but. I've taken the punk rock ethos with me, so you know, I, I when I go and visit places to do inspections or audit stuff, I'm going to have a cup of tea with the cleaners or the handyman mm-hmm. rather than spending time with the managers of the home. So, you know, and I I, I will question the authority, you know. So it's it's good. <sighs> yeah, but I I, don't, I tend to now uh, work in an office. I work as a health and safety. Person, really manager you ins- which is great because mm-hmm. it gives me the flexibility to do shows like the tomorrow I'm going to Brighton I'm technically speaking I'm, I'm at work still but I'm mm-hmm. I'm just going to Brighton. I'm not taking a day off work I'm just going to go to Brighton but then again I, I can I can log on from home and do work like I'll log on tonight and do some work I'll log on a Sunday and do some work so it's it I'm completely flexible like that and and I'm the only person that does this job for the organisation, so it gives me that kind of like drummer mentality. I'm the only drummer in the band. Yes. Uh, I'm the only health and safety manager in the organisation, and and I'm giving them advice. So it's it's, it's quite a nice nice role. So I think that's good. And and I'm working in with old people, so it, I feel like I'm putting something back mm. as well. Mm. You know, you know, helping out with uh, with old people. It's interesting. <laughs> that's that's that is nice, and you you are of course unique. I mean, just to keep a band going for for, for that long, yeah, for that long, and to have yeah. to have the focus. Um, can I just? Well, I think if I'm just stopping there for a second, the, the unique thing about that is that Menace have had six lineups now. Yeah, but it's still Menace. People oh. can listen to a Menace song the new stuff, and recognize it as menace. And, mm-hmm. I, and it's the songs. I mean, I still write quite a lot of the songs. I didn't write them all in the old days. The, the, the old songs we wrote together as a band. And I tended to kind of arrange them more. And it, that sort of the 16 beat, that kind of beat, that's the kind of the style of the band, which is driven by that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's that's still the same now with the, with the new songs. We've got the one that you can't play obviously, and the yes. other ones, yes. they're that kind of beat, apart from occasionally we're putting some scar, which, uh, which is uh, to do with our roots, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, So, it's still Menace. We've had four different albums with four different lineups, and it's still Menace. You know, and that, that's a kind of a unique thing as well. I think it's uh, an interesting what place to be. Well, and there's a, there's a certain type of relatedness that, that um, sort of emerges listening to your music, and it doesn't matter if it's your first record or your last record. There's a, um, an atmosphere. Yeah. You know, and, and obviously a musical style, but there is, you're sort of still writing things about 
you know, being working class. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, and having fun. I mean, it's very easy to to just sort of there, there's a comfort level to listening to Menace. It's like, oh yeah, like oh, I've I've been into this band for. I've been, yeah. I mean, we get that when we play large gigs. We will get. I didn't know you guys did that song. I know that song. Right. I've not. I've, I don't know you guys, but I know that song. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that was you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've done a, 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 a small tour of Germany, and the band that was the sort of the, the support band, they do they did menace covers, and they didn't realise <laughs> that they were menace covers. I mean, they they kind of knew it was, this is a menace song, but they didn't know that we were menace and menace were this. And then they knew the other songs straight away. We're playing civilized. and go. We know this song. This mm-hmm. is you. Mm-hmm. We have that a lot. We get that a lot. That's very funny. It is really weird. The songs are, are, are almost bigger than the band, mm-hmm. which I think is why it continues so well because it's about the songs. Yes. You know the atmosphere of the songs. What we're singing about. We're not political when we sing. We we think we think about more about the rich and the poor and injustice and stuff. Although even that's quite hard because I'm not poor now. I mean, I I I, I have my own house, car, and whatever grandchildren. Are. But it's only because I've worked for 50 years of my life has been spent working with somebody else. Right. I still am working with somebody else. And I have to work until I retire, my last day of retirement. I can't finish work now and right. then think, well, I've got enough money to go on the road with the band and be, ha- and be happy doing that. No, I need to work until I retire. Otherwise, I've not got enough money for my retirement. Right. Right. And right. I know there's hundreds of you guys, thousands of you guys, Listen to this show, they're going to be exactly the same boat or not worse. You have to work in order to put food on the table. And I have to work to put food on the table, do it in a slightly different way. But and the songs are about injustices, you know, that we're thinking, well, you know, like corporations ruling countries and that kind of thing, you know, and uh, it's about people that you think are your friends that are stabbing you in the back for a dollar, you know, what the hell is that about? Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, they're, they're about that, and vote punk rock, which is about politicians, if you can find it later on on YouTube and you can play it. It's about politicians. You know, I never met a politician I could trust, vote punk rock. You know, it's like, it's so true, you know. Uh, it, yeah. We've left Europe <laughs> on, on by lies on both sides, I have to say, you know. And uh, yeah, you got that. Then we'll write songs that are about you know like we have too many punks are dead, and we we just literally name punks that we knew that have died, in a, within the song and pay respect to them. So mm, wow. you know that's uh, that's that's a good one to to do. You know, so yeah, so we 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 tend to we try and stay current and and still be up tempo and and have a fun time and, and and a laugh, you know, and get the chance going so people can sing along. And um, it, well, and you're talking. And, you know, it's I guess talking from a social perspective. It doesn't matter in some ways that you're an adult now, and you're better at managing your life than, let's say, in the '70s. You know. Yeah. I, I, do you know what? I, I take your point. I was always pretty organized. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's my. I don't know. I don't believe in it, but. It's, the Libra kind of part of me. I'm always well balanced. I'm a drummer. I know what's going on. Uh, the <laughs> jokes about drummers are not true. Generally speaking, you get a few drummers that 
they're completely crapped on by the band and they just do go and get drunk. But, you know, good drummers or drummers that are, are conscientious tend to know what's going on. They're like the goalkeeper of the the, the, the football team, if you like. They, oh, sure, they got to keep... They're looking at everybody. They're looking to see what's going on. And, yeah, but there are chaotic sides to it too. You know, like I, you know, once, once I land in and JFK and we get to the show then all that comes down and all I am then is the chaotic uh, drummer that likes to drink too much you know and, uh, I know I can rely on the uh, the support band in this case which are an excellent bunch of people called The Clap mm-hmm. and, uh, and they they provide the tour support for us completely they you know supply the, the back line the instruments they, they they set it all up. They take it all down. They help us selling the merch and the fantastic people. And it, you know, without them, it would be hard to make it work. We had to try and mm. find equipment every time we we play. Because you can't bring equipment across. It's just too much money and it's too heavy. And oh stuff. yeah. Where are the clap yeah. from? They're from Philly. Oh cool. Philly, they're, they're local boys. And uh, you know, we have one guy who's. Uh, John and Art and oh god and, and name, the name actually forgets me but Mick Mike uh, Mike Mike's my drinking buddy he's a real we really have a we really have a laugh he's got a similar sense of humour Art is just like uh, he's an ex ex uh, marine or something he used to drive tanks and stuff wow. like that so he served and uh, he's a great guy again he's super organised and he gets a, he, he I mean we don't have to worry he'll book the hotels he'll book the route he'll drive the van he'll do everything and then John is the one that does the promotions and stuff and the t-shirts and stuff so between them they're really good guys and they're, they're a great band too you know and there'll obviously be other bands on the on the tour as well from the local bands as we play around the the, the, the country sort of thing but uh, yeah so that, that that really works well like that so it's nice to have people that you can rely on you know? yeah yeah, that is awesome. So you'll be playing with the clap on, we'll call it the birthday tour. Since Yeah, we're calling it uh, Society's Still Insane Tour. Okay. You know, I used to say, I used to say I mean, one of the little things, one of my little cliche things that I, I used to say was, um, when we, when we, I don't, we don't introduce it at all now, we just do the song, mm-hmm. Insane Society. But when Insane it's the second song in the set at the moment, but when it was in the middle of the set, I used to say, um, when, in 1976, when we wrote the song, we thought society was insane. We were young and we thought it was insane. Now we're old. We know better. We know it's insane. Right. There's no speculation <laughs> about that. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no speculation. No, it's completely insane. Mm. People do the most bizarre things, normally for money or religion or some other, you know, thing that sort of consumes people. You know, I don't know. It makes me feel sad, actually. You know, that's that's the that's the truth that we are in this situation. How we're how we're in with the world. It's, it's, it's not good. Nobody loves anybody anymore. Well, the people do love people, obviously their partners and stuff. But there's so little tolerance. There's so little there's, there's jealousy about other people. Look what he's got. They're getting this. I'm getting this. And you think I'm in hard done by you know. And they're taking out jobs and they're doing this. And it's all about the foreigners. And it's really not really about that at all. You know, it's 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 we're we're being manipulated. <laughs> so, I'm I'm I've got I've got I've got money and I've got my family, I've got my car, but I still believe I'm being manipulated by the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's never going to go away. 
Well, I think that that's probably not a bad uh, a bad way to be. It'll it'll always give you uh, writing material, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. really, I mean, if you're completely satisfied and there's nowhere to go and there's nothing interesting in your life, not not interesting, but if you have everything you want, yeah. I would guess it you would be harder. You guys have social security over there. Did you have that? Yes, it exists. We'll see how long <coughs> it hangs around very, for. It's not as big as in the UK. A song I'm writing now, and I haven't, I've only just got the one line from the song, and it is going to be on the next album when we finally record it. He goes, I think I'm coming down with a case of social insecurity. Oh, nice. So we're still there. Mm-hmm. You turn on the TV, and it's about how people are ripping you off. Mm-hmm. Benefit Street we have over here. We've got a program on every week. It's called Benefit Street. It's about they're looking at families who are on benefit and how bad they are. Wow. <laughs> they're not looking at bankers and how they're completely immoral. Not all bankers, obviously. There are some good people out there as well. But, you know, I mean, a bank over here can get fined, can get a fine for doing something bad of two billion pounds. I mean, for God's sake, wow. how bad were they? But nobody cares. <laughs> they, get, they get fined, and, the, and the, the, the managing director of the bank will get sacked or retired, and he'll get a bonus. Or a, or, 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 a, or a goodbye, um, you know, a package to leave. I mean, mm. for goodness sake, you know, it's ridiculous. You know, the top 1% and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yes. You know, it's not the Shaquille O'Neal's that, oh, whoever they, 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 the, the, the baseball star, basketball star is over there. It's not how rich he's, it's who's signing his check. That's the rich guy. Right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's very... <laughs> We're all been, we're all been, we're all been duped, we're all been stitched. Some well, people say the Illuminati, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a conspiracist either. I don't believe in conspiracies that much. I mean, there obviously are some, but you know, you hear a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, if you want to hang on to that, you can, you can ride yeah, any can course until it dies. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you want yeah. to. Hey, I wanted to ask you. Um, you had said that there was a small wonder exhibition. Yeah, that's tonight. I'm going to that, 6.30 to 8.30, and it's got, uh, there's a couple of bands playing, I think the Carpets, or the Cravats, one of the Really? Cravats. Wow. And, and another small wonder band from the day, and um, they're featuring the artwork of Small Wonder and the songs and stuff like that, and, you know, um, they're, the, the exhibition then goes on. It's, it, this is an, an, open, like an opening of the exhibition, and um, I'm it's a funny day because I'm doing another interview later on tonight, um, mm-hmm. which has been, which has been um, videoed oh, for wow. Small Wonder, for the Small Wonder exhibition. Oh, cool. You know, which is going to be hard because I can't remember anything. I've already said that. Now that you've helped me with Clarkenwell, that will help. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm going over to the exhibition about 6.30 over to Ho Street, where, where Small Wonders were. Mm-hmm. Was. Not, not the actual record store, which is now a restaurant or something, or a state agent or something like that, but... Um, the uh, over there, and uh, hopefully, I, I'm really hope Pete's going to be there because he doesn't come out much now. Pete, the original guy from Small Wonder, was, was a lovely man, but he, he doesn't come out much now, so hmm. he might not be there. But some of the other people will be, and I'm hoping. I, I really hope Patrick Fitzgerald's there because I, I, I haven't met him. You know, he's out and about playing again, and I haven't actually bumped into him. And I'd love to see him again because we used to play a lot together. Hmm. So that'll be good. I'll go and go in there after I've had something to eat. I'll 
Yep, over there. It's about it takes about forty five minutes to get over there. Oh, so neat. So they're going to be are are they going to have like the original artwork for some of your? Um... That's the kind of thing we're talking about. Yeah, so I'll be interested to see, you know, because they obviously did the artwork. Who who did the the, the original pictures and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you know some of the bios and what what people have said, and you know there'll be I guess there'll be industry people there. I don't know really to be honest with you, but it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see all these old people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. There's that whole thing about like seeing somebody that you know, that I'm still getting used to. Like, oh wow, that's such and such. Wow, look at you. But it's <laughs> it's it's not always easy. What for happened? What happened to you? Like, I mean, there's people I do recognize, but there's other people have changed so much. I mean, you would never recognize if you met him in the street, Nick Cash, for example. Again, really? a lovely bloke. Yeah. But he 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 was like. I mean, we were we were like. Menace were like the we had a reputation unfounded. I have to tell you, but the Ethan Gutman, the an American guy out of Chicago, he'd done a series of photographs, one photo shoot, and from that one photo shoot, it's on most of the records in some way, and it shows us, and we look very aggressive, and people will go, oh God, I was scared of those guys, and we weren't well like that at all. We were quite general guys, but we weren't good looking. We we didn't have that. We had a kind of like semi skin heavy kind of a little rougher uh, image yeah we had a kind of an aggressive kind of like street kids we were, we were working class street kids mm-hmm. when 999 were, were were polished and produced and yes uh, I, mean, I get the impression they were they were good looking guys blonde hair slim highly colored clothes they were yeah they were now, pink, they were pink shirts changed. again he's a lovely guy but you would never recognize him first of all he's quite short and he's, he's yes. really quite large yes <laughs> and completely bald mm-hmm. pretty bald but he's a, he sounds the same so when he sings he's going ah oh, that's him oh, I love him and he's, he's great and he's a lovely guy lovely guy and I've got i got a good friend who's, uh, who's he's, he's like the main sort of tour guy a guy called Dave Crisis who had a band called um Last year's youth in in homage, as it were, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So yeah, it's funny how people change. I don't look. You would recognise me from the old days. Yes, I put on weight, but I've now lost it again. Mm-hmm. But you would recognise me. I've got that sort of protruding bottom jaw that people will look at, and I guess that's kind of what makes me look more aggressive than I actually am. But <laughs> and I've still got my hair, and I've well, still got. Go. I've still got dark hair. I've not got grey hair. I think it's supposed to be the Irish jeans, you know. I guess I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking. All Levi's. I'm actually looking at uh, your picture. I've got the Aces seven inch in my hand. Yeah, that's quite odd. That, that, that's uh, that's a while back now. The Aces. Yeah. There's some pictures on the website. I think that are more recent. Uh, of yes. Us. Uh, there's some one. There's one from Chicago. I think that we have. Rob does the website, and he does he does a really good job. He puts up lots of like little um, anecdotes and stuff. He's he's really good like that. Uh, I'll go to the website while I'm talking to you, if I can. Then I can, I can show you what's on there. And my very special guest is Noel Martin of Menace. Menace is going to be touring in the United States um, starting the 29th of September, running through October 8th. I will run down those dates. Uh, you can look them up, menace77.co.uk. And uh, they're playing the Undercover Fest tomorrow in Brighton with 999. You just gave a wonderful description about Nick Cash, so everybody That's should not find 999. Him. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. 
At the undercover is 999, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. There's a lot of great bands on yeah, there. Yeah, I great festival. Chelsea's playing and Peter and the Test Tube Babies, the selector. Hey, what is the Sex Pistols experience? Do you know? They're just playing. Is they're it? a tribute band. Oh, okay. okay. So, I mean, fantastic guys. We were out drinking with them in Hamburg. Lovely guys. But mm-hmm. I don't quite get the tribute thing. You know, I mean, they're well, lovely people. And There's I a lot of them around. There's Ramones UK, the Ramonas, the Sex Pistols, the Experiences, Sex Pistols Dolls. There's SX Pistols, and there's, there's loads of different ones. There's Clash Tributes. Oh, yeah, and Tributes and, are fine. And, and tributes, I think, should be over there in, in, in that place. Well, um, and, and not headlining a festival. That's why I was like, wait, who's in this band? I didn't, I didn't know. I, yeah, thought, I thought that the there had to be well, something more to it. Punks are very, you know, funny about that because they, they will go, they, you know, this is the nostalgia part of it. You know, they'll come and they'll jump around for us and all the rest of it and we're original band. Hmm. But for the Sex Pistols experience, they'll want to hear all the old Sex Pistols songs and they'll be dancing around. They might as well be down the pub listening to Jukebox. I mean, they're really good. They are good and they look a bit like them as well. I've got, for some, some of the, one of the guys, particularly a guy called Connor, he, I don't know if he's in them now, but he was in them. And he looks a spit an image of a young Sid Vicious. I mean, he really does. Mm. He's got his own band. Um, he comes to see us all the time. But uh, he's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's odd. I mean, like I look at the, the Ramonas, again, a great people and a great band, and they play fantastic. And uh, I was speaking to a, a, a mate of mine who's coming down to the Hunter Club, <clears throat> he, was, he looked at his phone to tell to see if he could come because he's on the road with the Ramonas. And I think, my God, look at all these shows they've got. They've got loads of shows all over Germany and Italy. And mm. I'm thinking, the only reason they're getting that is because of the Ramones. Of course. You know, I'm thinking, well, I I don't get it. I don't I don't I don't get it. I, I maybe I'm I'm too old in the tooth, but they're great. They are great, and when you know, there's a feel-good factor about it that you go along to see this band and, and find. But I think they should be doing their own shows, and people should go to it. I, I don't know about a festival, but I, I mean, I've been just being a bit humbug about it. They're, they are great people, and it all helps getting people in, and people know that at the end of the night they're going to have a little bit of a laugh and a wind down with uh, with a band like the, uh, the Sex, um, Sex Pistols Experience. Mm. They, they, they're good people, you know. Yeah, yeah, I did want uh, to. The clarification. Yeah, both there. punk rock is actually on the uh, the website. Oh. If, if you go down the side under Rebels and Print, there's a, an icon there that says both punk rock. And the whole song is on the website. The whole song is on the website. Yeah, Beautiful. As far as I'm aware. So that is. And uh, the picture of me. That's that's before I've lost the weight. Ah, well, you'll have to send us some some afters, or I will. Uh, yeah. I'll take pictures of you when you're at the uh, the Sunny Vale, and and we'll get the before and afters up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I it's only recently that I've lost the weight, so it's like um, you well, know. Congratulations. Not, yeah, thanks again. But I say there's no recent pictures of me with the band. I mean, I'm behind, I'm behind the drums. You can't really see it. Right. You know, you know it's, uh, history, discography, minutes like that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here that you can have a look at. But. And that is, that's menace77.co.uk. Yeah. And, uh, and Noel, I need to um, 
to kind of wrap things up here just because I've got to yeah, actually course, yeah. prepare for, for airing this in, in not too long. Um, did you want to um, choose a song and uh, introduce it, tell me about it, and then I'll, I'll play it as our kind of outgoing? Um, did you want to play the very punk rock thing? Is that, uh, sure. Yeah, I, or um, the one that you, you do have, you've got... Um, Pick one. Get along. Either it, it's up to you. Yeah, play get along. I mean, I have to say that it's not representative of the band get along. Mm. But um, if you can find vote punk rock on online someplace, that would probably be more representative of the band. We'll be doing it as part of the sh- part of the tour. When we might not be doing get along, but get okay. along has been scar. We only do one scar song on each album. We don't. We're not a scar band. So people just hear that, they think, oh, man, it's a ska band, which we're not. Right. Um, and my favorite old song would be Civilized, um, which was, and interestingly enough, covered by a band called... Um, oh, I don't know, mine's gone. But uh, the, guy, the guy that played with him is the guy who's putting on the show in New York, in, in, in Brooklyn, Spencer. So he covered it with his band, The Craze. Oh, okay. I remember The Craze. So they'd done a cover of Civilized, and that was really good. Got so it. I'd like you either to play Civilized or Vote Punk Rock. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to just um, say, I don't know how, whether people are, how many people are listening to the show, but uh, it's, it's great to, to speak to you all and to have the opportunity to, to tell you about the tour and to tell you about the band and tell you about me and just, Tell you about my some of my beliefs, and uh, hopefully, when uh, we're in Brooklyn or one of the other towns, that you'll come along and uh, have a Jaeger or two, you know, and uh, we'll be at the bar definitely. We'll definitely be there. Excellent. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, Noel, and uh, I'll get the menace dates out in just a minute. Uh, have a safe trip down to. Uh, Brighton, right. I guess that's tomorrow, and uh, and yeah. enjoy the exhibition tonight. Yeah, and uh, and thank you for being, you know, the guy who's kept the, the band really together, yeah. and you know your your focus is still is really there, and I think that the um, the the sound of the band is really more to do with you and uh, and values and and the feeling that you still bring to it. You know, there's a real. Yeah. Um, but all the guys in the band also have the similar values as well. We wouldn't be able to work together if they didn't have similar values. So, you know, we all, we're, we're all in it together. It's kind of a, a democracy type of thing. And we, you know, Finn has got some really great ideas and Rob and Howie, and they're all really great guys. So without yeah. them, it, wouldn't be, it would be impossible for me to do it, really. It is the know. genuine punk rock experience. Yeah. 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 I'm more the quality control or the capitalist, <laughs> you were. So I say I don't, I don't. That song is not. It's not menace. It's a great song, but it's not menace. It's not. It's more UK subs or Peter in the test tube. Not menace. Menace have got a particular kind of feel, you know. Most. So yeah. You're the guiding light. The guiding light. Or the guiding, you know, blinking light or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Well, nice to speak to. I look forward to seeing you. Yes. That's cool. Awesome. 
So my very special guest today is Noel Martin of Menace. Hello, sir. How are you? How are you, Diane? It's a long time since we've seen each other uh, in that very fateful time, the day before 9-11. Yes. And, uh, we were in your studio playing a set, which I've still got recording of, and it's never been released, so it's still got that. It's still out there. And uh, it brings back some sad memories. I can't even come back into the country any time now without getting emotional when mm. it comes to that. Oh, really? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you had a it's whole... Your, your band had an entirely different type of suffering, and you were yeah. here in New York. So well, we, at the time, to, to be fair, it was all a bit surreal, and it, yes. it, didn't, it didn't hit us. The only thing to do, the first time it hit me, was when, it, when I came back and met my wife, and I just then thought, oh my gosh, she must have been so worried. And mm. it, never, it never, I mean, we got a message to her said we were okay, but um, it, was, it was a day later because everything was down. Yes. We got a, got a message out on the internet to say that we were okay. But um, she didn't, at first she didn't know where we were. She said, well, the state's a big place, it could be anywhere. But then when she realized that we were in Manhattan, she thought, oh my God, you know, she, she died to worry then. So, because when I saw the newspapers that she had clippings of when I got home, that's the first time it, I really got emotional about it. You know? mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And so you guys are coming back. We're coming back, indeed. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we've been back a couple of times since then. Yes. On the East Coast and the West Coast. And, uh, yeah, we're doing a few shows um, with a new lineup. Um, got some new guys in the band. I'm just looking for the, the dates that we're doing. You're doing uh, Thursday, September 29th um, in, right. in Brooklyn at Sunnyvale. And I'll, I will... Sunnyvale, yeah. Mm -hmm. We've not played there. We've, we've played previously in... Um, the Grand Victory, which is a which was a great place, it's, it's uh, yes. so sad that that's uh, closed down. They just closed. I don't know it, what yeah. Sunningvale is. I, I have no idea, but it's on the same street apparently. Mm -hmm. so that's all good. Yeah, so I I haven't actually been there either. So I expect that might be the first time that I'll be there, and then uh, and I will run through your entire um, tour at the end of the oh, interview great. later. Also, I have everything written down. But you're in the states <coughs> from September 29th to October 8th. October 8th, yeah. Ending in. Uh, <coughs> In Manchester, New Hampshire. That's right. Yep, and you'll be there. Never been there before. And what a great week, because I'll tell you what, as well as that, um, it's my birthday on the, on the 6th, and it's Finn's birthday, I think, on the 7th, and it's, it's um, Harvey's birthday, I can't remember the date, but it's his birthday during that period. Really? And it's Rob, the bass player's anniversary. So, so in that whole week. You have four and celebrations also, um, in eight days. And um, Pat from Violation Records. It's his birthday on the, on the 7th at the Kung Fu Necktie. So it's a, it's a whole load of stuff that we're, um, we're celebrating. So you're just coming to the States to have like four parties in 10 days? Well, effectively, yeah. Oh. You know, the, the, the playing thing for us is just about having a great time with you people over there. And it's, it's, yeah, something to do in the evening. <laughs> we'll do the tourist bit in the daytime, travel around, and in the evening, we'll, uh, we've got something to do. We, we can play and we can have lots of alcohol and, you know, as you do, mm -hmm. being Irish, you know, you have a few beers and a few Jägermeisters and a few whiskeys. And I've also got some relatives in New York which will come along. So I was there two weeks ago at a wedding. So, you know, it's, uh, so you're getting warmed up. Good. Oh, so we're getting warmed up, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you guys have been playing a lot. You just played uh, Rebellion Fest. 
Yeah, we How just played that? it. We're playing this weekend at the Undercover Festival, so if there's any Americans coming over for that, that's a really great festival as well. Yeah, and, uh, we don't. We don't. It seems sometimes that we play a lot, but we don't play as much as people think. We do. We pretty much max out at about thirty gigs a year, so we don't. We don't. We're not like out there every minute of the day. So if you see us on some place, come and see us. You ain't gonna see us again for at least a year, mm-hmm. if, if again. You know, like we're not playing Boston this time, for example. Oh yeah. right, yeah. You're playing. You have Connecticut. And Rhode Island. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. Rhode Island being close to Boston, we didn't yeah. do Rhode Island last time. So, mm-hmm. people that want to see us will come from Boston. It's not a million miles; it's it's reasonably close. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you're playing the Undercover Fest tomorrow, right? That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, tomorrow uh, night. That's yeah. So I've got to drop my stuff down to my daughter for the uni, and then uh, straight onto the show afterwards. And so. That's so so tell me about um, who's in the, the band now. And you are an original member. You're in your yeah. 40th year <clears throat> playing. I'm the only original member left, unfortunately. Yes. Um, it's not something that I would have wanted or something that I necessarily like, but um, it's, it's just either I stop playing altogether or I join another band or I, I keep minutes going. Yeah, are we still... I mean, Steve and Charlie, the, the, the other two surviving members of Menace, are going to come and play a couple of songs at the at the hundred club with us, um, but uh, and without Menace going, uh, you know, without Menace doing what we're doing, that would never happen because we would have to do too much work to actually put a set together. But they can just jump in now and do. Mm. You know. So the current lineup is uh, Finn Panton. He's the guitarist and main singer. Uh, like the front man, if you like, and uh, really great guy. He's been around since 1977. He's from the Portsmouth area. And uh, he's played in uh, several bands, um, you know, um, what is it, um, something Manson Slags um, in the 80s, and going right back to the 70s, playing a band called The Eels, which uh, had a record deal out. And, uh, you know, but uh, he's been around for a long time. Rob, the bass player, he is originally Tim Kurt Rob, so he's he was uh, he's had some fame. He's been on the um, the early King Kong record, oh, the early King Kurt records, and um, he was on top of the pops and everything like that. And that's when he had hair. And he <laughs> says, as soon as he lost his hair, they sacked him. But you know, <laughs> that's not really true. <laughs> and he's a he's a really great guy as well. That, that you know, we, he's my new drinking buddy, as it were, because he, he he likes me, he likes to drink. Mm. And uh, we've got similar backgrounds, families and stuff. And then we have Harvey. Harvey Harvey is from the Bournemouth um, um, area, and he's our sort of second guitar. He's a bass player, naturally, but he plays guitar very well, too. So and that makes up the four piece. So we've got the two guitars now to give it the extra power. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, uh, and then there's me, obviously, who's been hanging on forever. <laughs> hanging on behind the kit and how is that hanging for you i mean i'm gonna guess that you probably were drumming before you were in the band so you've been drumming for i i think i started drumming in, in about 1970 or 71 mm-hmm. so i've been doing it for well over 40 years yeah you know, I, you know i mean i would have been 14 or 15 when i started drumming i'm 61 now so the mathematicians amongst you can work that one out <laughs> and is there a difference for you I mean, is it, I mean, in some ways it's physically 
easier or you know how to do it and your body is perhaps dealing with certain uh, aspects of aging that... <laughs> That I'm trying to... You're very polite, aren't you? You know, you know, a fat old git. Why don't you just say it? A fat old git that can't, can't... Well, no, to be truthful, then the truth is this. Uh, obviously, in 76 or even before that, 75, 77, um, being a, a sort of a slim young man, I was able to sort of go all night sort of thing, you know, literally go all night. Now it takes me all night to do or to go all night, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's... Um, when, when, when Menace started the second time, we, we were sort of doing, before that, we were doing kind of like South London soul with our own sort of music, as it were. And it was slowish, although it was powerful, it was slowish. But when, when, we, when, we got to, when that band became Menace, after a gig we'd done with Mark Perry from ATV, mm-hmm. um, when we decided, well, let's just get Menace back, it, it nearly killed me, the, the gig absolutely nearly killed me because really? the, 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 the rate and the speed and the things like that I mean, oh my god I mean my solar plexus was aching I could hardly breathe mm. because I'm singing as well you see so I can't just sit back and yes and not and just play the drums and get my breath I have to sing as well so I'm using my breathing for the vocals to get things out so I not, may, may not breathe as often as you need to mm-hmm. you know vocalists out there will tell you when you need to breathe and stuff yeah but of course but I'm not trained so I'm just a punk. Or just oh yeah, no. Uh, a singing drummer is is definitely quite a quite a task. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and then I I said, well, oh god, I can't do this. So I went to the gym and I I I done um, as well as and, and I do some martial arts, but I forget that part of it. But I do I do, now I do sort of the the weights and the, the whole regime with weights and. Um, and I then do the aerobic stuff. So I do uh, interval training. So I do like 30, 40 minutes on one minute to two minutes flat out to normal, flat out to normal. So I really push myself a lot. So now I can play a show and it doesn't even make me breathe hard. So I, don't, I can play for hours now. So, so you know? being in Menace has gotten you into being Bitter. in the best shape of your life. Uh, well, do you know what? Obviously I'm not an 18-year-old, but for a 61-year-old I'm reasonably fit, hopefully. You mm-hmm. know, there's not anything lurking in the in inside that's rotting away that I don't know about but um I'm I'm fit, I'm you know, reasonably healthy. I mean I've got asthma but apart from that it that doesn't affect my drumming. But yeah, you know, I've got a, a good reasonably good physique and I can keep going for a while, you know. So all right. Awesome. Certainly helps certainly helps with the drinking at the bar. Of course. Of course. Well it's it's all it's all in the package. It know. is, absolutely. It is absolutely. all all together. Hey so um the majority of your releases over the last 10 years um, are listed in, as uh, self-released. Uh, the last two records were <clears throat> on our own label. Yeah, the last two, the last two albums. Prior to that, it was released. We, I mean, we recorded, and it was on, at our cost, and we'd done a deal with the, I think, Captain Oil or whatever. And, and actually, no, no, the last two were ours. The ones before that were on Captain Oi, so mm. it was um, he funded it and then recouped, right? But uh, we found that doing it ourselves is 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 better. We're, we're under less pressure, so and we we can recoup e- a little bit easier than uh, 
we have to worry about with a record company. You get, you get very little from a record company. Mm. You know, 99 pence for every record or something like that, and it's like, you know, we can we can obviously make more the other way. Not that it's about making money. We, we, we want to make money to do the next record. Right. That's how it works. Well, yeah. Our merchandise, it just generates money to do the next lot of merchandise. It just mm-hmm. it's, it keeps going. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know... That, that, that's how it works. So yeah, we we've done them ourselves, or we put them out ourselves. Um, we do then license um, the records that we do to other countries. So um, right now, it isn't out yet, but coming out, it's on Violation Records from Philly. That's a uh, Pat, Pat Pat Boyle from Philly. Patrick mm-hmm. Boyle. He's bringing out um, London Stories on vinyl. And on CD, so that that's coming out almost as we speak. So, oh, cool! There's a lot of you know. Um, I've so we, seen. we have an American release, you know. So that, that that's good. That uh, all helps to get to the people over that side of the pond. And I've seen that there's really a lot of call for that on on your website, which is um, is uh, menace77.co.uk the best. Um, .co.uk, yeah, oh, yeah. And there's there's links to merchandise. We also have, we're doing with Radiation Records on the other side of the, 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 the States, um, from uh, Anaheim in uh, California. He's re-releasing the original singles. Um, we've done the first two, which are now sold out. Um, this, the third one is coming out, so I think it's I Need Nothing. That's coming out, and it may be out in time for the tour. He's, he's, he's already got the, the pressing and that done. He's just got it. He's got to do the, the bulk, you know. So mm-hmm. he's got the acetate or the the, the, the metal part done, and he's just waiting to now get the pressing plant in to wow. get out. So he's going to try and have those ready for us by the tour. But that's so. Yeah, we we got bits bits and pieces coming out. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. What's the name of that that label? The last one you were talking about? Radiation. Oh, radiation. I think it, I think the the label that he uses for us is called Queer Pill. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. The <clears throat> the the, uh, the reissue of uh, screwed yeah. up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everything is exactly as it was, apart from the name. Right now, I I, I have to say, and I, I think Pat will be the same. He, they 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 don't try and I mean because we've had re-releases over here and they're cheap by comparison. There, there's there's a, the the cardboard in in the in the the bag, the, the single, the mint, the, the the record goes into is thinner but over in the states they're not they're they're good quality they're heavy they're a heavier vinyl heavy weight vinyl mm-hmm. the packaging is good the the attention to detail is, is really good so it's a, it's a great reproduction it's not just a, a cheap reproduction after they're all out then he he has got then a number of box sets which he will do single box sets i mean oh, that'd wow. be very limited so It'll probably do it. It'll probably be on eBay or something like that. And it'll be like I think they're only doing like thirty or forty maximum. So mm, interesting. Oh, that'll, yeah, that'll yeah. be cool. A box set is always. I don't know. I love box sets. Yeah, I, 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 we'll, we'll, all we'll, what we'll get from that is we'll get five box sets. So I'll have one for an auction or something, or for charity, and I'll have one for each of the band. Mm-hmm. Although, to be honest, really, we should get seven because one for Steve and one for Charlie as well would be nice. Right. Yeah. Seven, I'd push for seven. Yeah, because that... it's nice to have that, isn't it? You're right, and you can show your grandchildren. 
that that is them. Um, you know the so the third so he's doing the I need nothing. That's the um the next yeah, one. Yeah, that's the doing. next one in the list. So was that record produced by John Cale? It was indeed. How it was indeed. Now, what happened was that my history of remembering what we recorded is, is, is odd because I can remember really clearly the Pathway recordings and we've done two, two recordings there. We, we, we recorded everything in the one session for the four songs. Mm. So Screwed Up, I Need Nothing. Uh, Insane in Society. Yeah, you know better than I do because I can't remember Insane Society on the back of the screen and I can't remember what was on the back of I Need Nothing it might have been electrocution I don't know I can't, uh, can't remember but um, so yeah he uh, we put Screwed Up out and then it was about eight months later we went back into the studio to mix mm-hmm. and then John Cale was there so he, he mixed it for us not only did he mix it he sang on it did he really? he did actually sing on it yeah, so John Cale is actually on that record on I Did Nothing. So, wow, claim yeah. to fame. Well, we 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 need because Menace have always done the mob vocal. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> even back in the old days, we used to re-record our voices over and over again on the A track, and do not as big as we do it nowadays. But it was the, nowadays we get like thirty or forty people into a big studio and we do a proper terracy mob vocal, mm-hmm. and then we do our own mob vocal as well, and one one's on top of the other. But in those days, we, we didn't have that. So whoever was in the studio at the time was the one. So it was um, Kim Turner, uh, he, who, who died recently, the, the brother of the guy from Wishbone Ash, mm. uh, wow. who was our who, who was Miles Copeland's um, record label manager, and he the one that signed us. And obviously the, the band and John Cale and the, and the engineer that was in the studio. So we were all, we were all on that. Oh, right, because you were on Illegal Records at the time, right? Illegal was Records, the Copeland's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Copelands. Now, I can remember that one. I can't remember anything about GLC at all. Really? No, I can't. Not, not, not anything. Someone needs to sort of plug me into a machine so I can be <laughs> reminded. I don't, I mean, when I say I can't remember, I can't remember literally anything. It's not that I can't remember the recording. I can't remember where we did it. I can't remember getting in the car and going to a place in London where we recorded this. I couldn't tell you the studio, I couldn't tell you the area in London, I can't tell you anything about it at all. I have no clue how that record happened. Wow. It's there, and I'm on it. <laughs> no idea how it happened. It, <laughs> so I can tell you, I'm, I'm looking it up, and it says that it was recorded at Berry Street Studio? Berry Street is in the West End. Okay. I think, Berry Street, Berry Street. That's what it says here. But no, Berry Street. Yeah, Barry like strawberry. That's what it says. Oh, I think Barry might says, be in Walthamstow Way. It says one Barry Street, London. That's, oh, I'm going to look that up now. I'm going to try and find. It. But I mean, yeah, Clerk I could well. have looked that up on the single myself, I guess. But uh, you know, I'm, I, oh, it's uh, more you know, fun to I, do it now. It says it's a recording studio I find it, in you know. Clerkenwell, Central London. Clerkenwell. Oh, right, Clerkenwell. <laughs> yeah, and funny enough, in, in on the on the new record, I refer to Clerkenwell. It's about one of the songs is about a guy that goes off to war. It's about a guy. You meet, I meet this guy on the way home from a gig, and um, he tells me his life story. And it's about when he was born. He was born in at the turn of the century, so 1900. He was born. Mm. So obviously he's, he can't be real. Yes. And one of the things he was, he went off to the Great War, and he was down the trenches. It was like a living hell. And then a German shell went off beside him and blew him back to Clerkenwell. So maybe that was in my mind. Maybe. Uh, See, you, you remember. Subliminally. Well, and then, and that's the, um, 
GLC is the record that sort of, I guess, caused a lot of chaos for you guys, wasn't it, band? GLC was the making of the band and, in some ways, the destruction of the band as well, hmm. in that GLC was hugely popular and everybody liked it, um, but it was banned. So Menace were then, following that, overlooked by media and uh, everybody else that was banned. I mean, sometimes the band thing works for you, but if no one's playing a song on the radio, then nobody right. knows about it. And Because there was so many bands released singles, there was such a glut of singles mm. that you could be very easily passed over. And there were so many good bands as well, all, all our contemporaries. They're all, they're all really good bands and really good people. And the songs are great. Look at Vibrators and Nine I don't know. Really great songs, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, sing-along songs. Sham 69, all that kind of stuff. But because we, we had, you know, we, we could never um, be heard on the radio, um, it was overlooked, really. And, uh, you know, mm. we, got, we got into the lower charts, the, the normal charts, um, which screwed up. We got to something like 75 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And screwed up wasn't as popular as GLC. I think if GLC was out there, that would have got up a bit higher. And we'd have, we'd have then been known. We might have been picked up by uh, a bigger record company. We might have been picked up by an agent. But Menace never had that. We've had this underground thing forever. And the gigs we're doing now are as big as the gigs we've ever done. We've, we've not gone up and played the stadiums and then started to come down to play small gigs again. We're playing the same kind of gigs. We're getting we're getting great audiences and still we 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 still fill places out. We're not not as much, not as many people as UK subs, but then they're iconic. Yes. But um, you know, we we do very well, and we we're, we're happy in that we've never had the fame, and then it's never gone down. So we're 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 really good. So when we play in places, it's uh, it's great for us. Uh, we're we're really happy to get out and play. And as we don't play three hundred times a year, it's not a job for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not relying on it. I mean, some of the guys in the band obviously get paid and as for being musicians, and they are full-time musicians. Mm -hmm. But they do menace and other things and studio things and things like that. Whereas I go to work every day, nine to five. I slip off to work and do my stuff and come home and and uh, do the bands sort of thing and get on the phones as well. I'm up to two o'clock most nights, talking to America or talking to wherever <coughs> to, to to stimulate. Um, you know, the growth of the band, you know. Well, and you, you know, you've always been a working-class band. I would expect nothing less except for well, you yeah. to be, you, you know. Well, yeah, you have to work if you're working class. Yes. I mean, obviously, being a bit older now, I've, I've done most of my working life, and um, the first part of my working life was very much with my hands, and now my working is very much with my head, and I've, I've sort of, like, crossed over mm -hmm. to the, 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 the dreaded managing divide, but... I've taken the punk rock ethos with me, so you know, I, I when I go and visit places to do inspections or audit stuff, I'm going to have a cup of tea with the cleaners or the handymen mm -hmm. rather than spending time with the managers of the home. So, you know, and I I, I, I will question the authority, you know. So it's it's good. <sighs> yeah, but I I, don't, I tend to now uh, work in an office. I work as a health and safety. Person, really manager you which is great because mm -hmm. it gives me the flexibility to do shows like the tomorrow I'm going to Brighton I'm technically speaking I'm, I'm at work still but I'm mm. I'm just going to well I'm not taking a day off work I'm just going to go to Brighton but then again I, I can I can log on from home and do work like I'll log on tonight and do some work I'll log on a Sunday and do some work so it's it, I'm completely flexible like that and 
and I'm the only person that does this job for the organisation. So it gives me that kind of like drummer mentality. I'm the only drummer in the band. Yes. Uh, I'm the only health and safety manager in the organisation, and and I'm giving them advice. So it's it's, it's quite a nice nice role. So I think that's good. And and I'm working in with old people, so it, I feel like I'm putting something back. Mm. Well, mm. you know, you know, helping out with uh, with old people. Mm. It's interesting. <laughs> That's that's that is nice, and you you are of course unique. I mean, just to keep a band going for, for, for that long, yeah, for that long, and to have yeah. to have the focus. Um, can I just? Well, I think if I just stop you there for a second, the, the unique thing about that is that Menace have had six lineups now. Yeah, but it's still Menace. People oh. can listen to a Menace song, the new stuff, and recognize it as Menace, and. Mm-hmm. A, and a, it's the songs. I mean, I still write quite a lot of the songs. I didn't write them all in the old days. The, the old songs we wrote together as a band. And I tended to kind of arrange them more. And it, that sort of the 16 beat, that kind of beat, that's the kind of the style of the band, which is driven by that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's that's still the same now with the, with the new songs we've got, the one that you can't play, obviously, and the yes. other ones. Yes. They're that kind of beat, apart from the occasion we put in some scar. Which, uh, which is uh, to do with our roots, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, so it's still menace. We've had four different albums with four different lineups, and it's still menace, you know. And that's that's a kind of a unique thing as well. I think it's uh, an interesting what place to be. Well, and there's a there's a certain type of relatedness that that um, sort of emerges listening to your music, and it doesn't matter if it's your first record or your last record. There's a um, an atmosphere, yeah, you know, and and obviously a musical style, but there is, you're sort of still writing things about, you know, being working class, yeah, um, definitely, you know, and uh, yeah, yeah, and having fun. I mean, it's very easy to to just sort of there. There's a comfort level to listening to Menace. It's like, oh yeah, like oh, I've I've been into this band for. I've been. Yeah, I mean we get that when we play large gigs. We will get. I didn't know you guys did that song. I know that song. Right. I've not. I've, I don't know you guys, but I know that song. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that was you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've done a a, a a small tour of Germany. The band that was the sort of the the support band. They do. They did menace covers, and they didn't realise <laughs> that they were menace covers. I mean, they they kind of knew it was, this is a menace song, but they didn't know that we were menace and menace were this. And then they knew the other songs straight away. We we're playing Civilized. They go, yeah, we know this song. This mm-hmm. is you. Mm-hmm. We have that a lot. We get that a lot. That's very funny. It is really weird. The songs are, are, are almost bigger than the band, mm-hmm. which I think is why it continues so well because it's about the songs. Yes. You know the atmosphere of the songs. What we're singing about. We're not political when we sing. We we think, we think about more about the rich and the poor and injustice and stuff. Although even that's quite hard because I'm not poor now. I mean, I I I, I have my own house, car, and whatever grandchildren. Are. But it, it's only because I've worked for 50 years of my life has been spent working with somebody else. Right. Still, I still am working with somebody else, and I have to work until I retire, my last day of retirement. I can't finish work now and right. then think, well, I've got enough money to go on the road with the band and be ha- and be happy doing that. 
no, I need to work until I retire, otherwise I've not got enough money for my retirement. Right. Right. And right. I know there's hundreds of you guys, or thousands of you guys listening to this show that are going to be in exactly the same boat or not worse. You have to work in order to put food on the table. And I have to work to put food on the table, do it in a slightly different way. But and the songs are about injustices, you know, that we're thinking, well, you know, like corporations ruling countries and that kind of thing, you know, and uh, it's about people that you think are your friends that are stabbing you in the back for a dollar, you know, what the hell is that about? Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, they're, they're about that, and Vote Punk Rock, which is about politicians, if you can find it later on on YouTube and you can play it. It's about politicians, you know, I never met a politician I could trust, Vote Punk Rock. You know, it's like, it's so true, you know, uh, and it, yeah. You know, we've left Europe, <laughs> on, on by lies on both sides, I have to say, you know, and uh, yeah, you got that. Then we'll write songs that are about you know like we have too many punks are dead, and we we just literally name punks that we knew that have died, in the, within the song and pay respect to them. So mm, wow. you know that's uh, that's that's a good one to to do, you know. So yeah, so we 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 tend to we try and stay current and and still be up-tempo and, and have a fun time and, and, and a laugh, you know, and get the chance going so people can sing along. And, um, it, well, and you're talking, you know, it's, I guess, talking from a social perspective, it doesn't matter in some ways that you're an adult now and you're <laughs> better at managing your life than, let's say, in the 70s, you know. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I, I take your point. I, I was always pretty organized. But, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's my, I don't know, I don't believe in it, but it's the Libra kind of part of me. I'm always well-balanced. I'm a drummer. I know what's going on. <laughs> uh, the jokes about drummers are not true, generally speaking. You get a few drummers that they're completely crapped on by the band and they just do go and get drunk. But, you know, good drummers or drummers that are, are conscientious tend to know what's going on. They're like the goalkeeper of the the, the, the football team, if you like. They, sure, they got to keep. They're looking at everybody. They're looking to see what's going on, and yeah. But there are chaotic sides to it too. You know, like I, you know, once once I land in and JFK and we get to the show, then all that comes down, and all I am then is the chaotic. Uh, a drummer that likes to drink too much, you know. And, uh, I know I can rely on the uh, the support band in this case, which are an excellent bunch of people called the Clap, mm-hmm. and uh, and they they su- provide the tour support for us completely. They you know supply the the back line, the instruments. They 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 set it all up. They take it all down. They help us selling the merch, and they're fantastic people. And it, you know without them, it would be hard to make it work. We had to try and. Mm. find equipment every time we, we place you can't bring equipment across it's just too much money and it's too heavy and oh stuff. yeah where are the clap yeah. from they're from Philly oh cool Philly they're, they're local boys and uh, yeah, we have one guy who's uh, John and Art and oh god and uh, name, the name actually forgets me but Mick Mike uh, Mike Mike's my drinking buddy he's a real we really have a we really have a laugh he's got a similar sense of humour Art is just like uh, he's an ex ex uh, marine or something. He used to drive tanks and stuff wow. like that. So he served, and uh, he's a great guy again. And he's super organised, and he gets. Uh, he, he, I mean, f- 
without have to worry. He'll book the hotels, he'll book the route, he'll drive the van, he'll do everything. And then John is the one that does the promotions and stuff and the T-shirts and stuff. So between them, they're really good guys and they're, they're a great band too, you know. And there'll obviously be other bands on the on the tour as well from the local bands as we play around the the, the, the country sort of thing. But uh, yeah, so that, that that really works well like that. So it's nice to have people that you can rely on. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is awesome. So you'll be playing with the clap on, we'll call it the birthday tour. Since yeah, we're calling it uh, <laughs> Society Still Insane Tour. Okay. You know, I used to say, I used to say, one of the little things, one of my little cliche things that I, I used to say was, um, when we, when we, I don't, we don't introduce it at all now. We just do the song, mm-hmm. Insane Society. But when Insane, it's the second song in the set at the moment. But when it was in the middle of the set, I used to say, um, when, in 1976, we wrote the song. We thought society was insane. We were young and we thought it was insane. Now we're old. We know better. We know it's insane. Right. There's no speculation <laughs> about that. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no speculation. No, it's completely insane. Mm. People do the most bizarre things, normally for money or religion or some other, you know, thing that sort of consumes people. You know, I don't know. It, it makes me feel sad, actually. No, that, that's the... That's the truth. That we are in this situation. How we're how we're in with the world. It's, it's, it's not good. Nobody loves anybody anymore. Yeah, well, the people do love people. Obviously, their partners and stuff. But there's so little tolerance. There's so little there's, there's jealousy about other people. Look what he's got. They're getting this. I'm getting this. And you think I'm in hard done by. You know, and they're taking out jobs and they're doing this. And it's all about the foreigners. And it's really not really about that at all. You know, it's it's. We're we're being manipulated. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm I've got I've got I've got money and I've got my family. I've got my car, but I still believe I'm being, being manipulated by the man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's never going to go away. <laughs> well, I think that that's probably not a bad uh, a bad way to be. It'll it'll always give you uh, writing material. You know, because yeah, yeah, really, I mean, yeah. if you're completely satisfied and there's nowhere to go and there's nothing interesting in your life, not not interesting, but if you have everything you want, yeah. I would guess it you would guys be harder. have social security over there. Did you have that? Yes, it exists. Yeah. We'll see how long <coughs> it hangs it's not very big, as big as in the UK. A song I'm writing now, and I haven't, I've only just got the one line from the song, and it is going to be on the next album when we finally record it. Because I think I'm coming down with a case of social insecurity. Oh, nice. So we're still there. Mm-hmm. You turn on the TV and it's about how people are ripping you off. Mm-hmm. Benefit Street we have over here. We've got a program on every week. It's called Benefit Street. It's about they're looking at families who are on benefit and how bad they are. Wow. <laughs> they're not looking at bankers and how they're completely immoral. Not all bankers, obviously. There are some good people out there as well. But, you know, I mean, a bank over here can get fined, can get a fine for doing something bad of £2 billion. Pounds. I mean, for God's sake, wow. how bad were they? But nobody cares. <laughs> they, get, they get fined, and, the, and the, the, the managing director of the bank will get sacked or retired, and he'll get a bonus or a, or, or, or a, or a goodbye, um, you know, a package to leave. I mean, mm. for goodness sake, you know, it's ridiculous. You know, the top 1% and all that kind of stuff, you know. Yes. You know, it's not the Shaquille O'Neal's that, oh, whoever they, 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 
the, the, the baseball star, basketball star is over there. It's not how rich he's. It's who's signing his check. That's the rich guy. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know I mean? Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's very... <laughs> we're all being duped. We're all being stitched. Well, Some people will say the Illuminati, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a conspiracist either. I don't believe in conspiracies that much. I mean, there obviously are some, but, you know, you hear a lot of stuff. Well, yeah, if you want to hang on to that, you can, you can ride yeah, any you can horse until it dies. Anything, yeah, so, you know, if you want yeah. to. I, I wanted yeah. to ask you, um, you had said that there was a small wonder exhibition. Yeah, that's tonight. I'm going to that, 6.30 to 8.30, and it's got, uh, there's a couple of bands playing. I think the cop. Pets or one of the cravats, one of the really cravat. Wow! And and another small wonder band from the day, and um, they're featuring the artwork of Small Wonder and the songs and stuff like that. And you know, um, they're the, the exhibition then goes on. It, it, this is an, uh, an open, like an opening of the exhibition. And um, I'm. It's a funny day because I'm doing another interview later on tonight, um, mm-hmm. which has been, which has been um, videoed. Oh, wow. For Small Wonder, for the Small Wonder exhibition. Oh, cool. You know, which is going to be hard, because I can't remember anything. I've already said that. Now that you've helped me with Clark, well, that will help. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm going over to the exhibition about 6.30 over to Ho Street, where, where Small Wonders were. Mm-hmm. Not, not the actual record store, which is now a restaurant or something, or a state agent or something like that, but... Um, the uh, over there and uh, hope for, I, I'm really hope Pete's going to be there because he doesn't come out much now. Pete, the original guy from Small Wonder, was, was a lovely man, but he, he doesn't come out much now, so mm. he might not be there. But some of the other people will be, and I'm hoping. I, I really hope Patrick Fitzgerald's there because I, I I haven't met him. You know, he's out and about playing again, and I haven't actually bumped into him. And I'd love to see him again because we used to play a lot together. Mm. So that'll be good. I'll go and go in there after I've had something to eat. I'll nip over there. It's about it takes about forty five minutes to go over there. Oh, so neat. So they're going to be are are they going to have like the original artwork for some of your? Um... That's the kind of thing we're talking about. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see, you know, because they obviously did the artwork. Who who did the the, the original pictures and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. you know some of the bios and what what people have said, and you know there'll be I guess there'll be industry people there. I don't know really to be honest with you. But it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see all these old people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like me. <laughs> well, yeah. There's that whole thing about like seeing somebody that you know, that I'm still getting used to. Like, oh wow, that's such and such. Wow, look at you. But it's <laughs> it's it's not always easy. What for happened? Reader. What happened to you? Like, I mean, there's people I do recognize, but there's other people have changed so much. I mean, you would never recognize if you met him in the street, Nick Cash, for example. Again, really? a lovely bloke. Yeah. But he's, he he was like, I mean, we were we were like, menace were like, the we had a reputation, unfounded. I have to tell you, but the Ethan Gutman, the an American guy out of Chicago, he'd done a series of photographs, one photo shoot, and from that one photo shoot, it's on most of the records in some way, and it shows us, and we look very aggressive, and people will go, oh God, I was scared of those guys, and we weren't weren't like that at all. We were quite general guys, but we weren't good-looking. We, we didn't have that. We had a kind of a semi-skin-heavy kind of... A little rougher uh, image. Yeah, we had a kind of an aggressive kind of like street kids. We were, we were working-class street kids. Mm-hmm. When 999 were, were, were polished and produced, and yes. uh, I, mean, I get the impression they were 
they were good looking guys, blonde hair, slim, highly coloured clothes. They were, yeah, they were. Now, pink, they were pink shirts. Again, he's a lovely guy, but you would never recognise him. First of all, he's quite short and he's, he's yes. really quite large. Yes. <laughs> and completely bald. Mm-hmm. Pretty bald. But he's a, he sounds the same. So when he sings, he's going, oh, that's him. Oh, I love him. And he's, he's great. And he's a lovely guy. Lovely guy. And I've got, I got a good friend who's, uh, who's he's, he's like the main sort of tour guy, a guy called Dave Crisis, who had a band called um, Last Year's Youth in, in homage, as it were. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's funny how people change. I don't look, you would recognize me from the old days. Yes, I put on weight, but I've now lost it again. Mm-hmm. But you would recognize me. I've got that sort of, protruding bottom jaw that people will look at. And I guess that's kind of what made me look more aggressive than I actually am. But <laughs> and I've still got my hair. And I've well, still there got, you go. I've still got dark hair. I've not got grey hair. And I think it must be the Irish genes, you know. Oh, I, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking, <laughs> or Levi's. I'm actually looking at uh, your picture. I've got the Aces 7-inch in my hand. Yeah, that's quite odd. That, that, that's, uh, that's a while back now, the Aces. Yeah, there's some pictures on the website I think that are more recent. Uh, of yes, us. Uh, there's some one. There's one from Chicago I think that we have. Rob does the website. And he does. He does a really good job. He puts up lots of like little um, anecdotes and stuff. He's, he's really good like that. Uh, I'll open the website while I'm talking to you if I can. Then I can, I can show you what's on there. And my very special guest is Noel Martin of Menace. Menace is going to be touring in the United States um, starting the 29th of September, running through October 8th. I will run down those dates. Uh, you can look them up, menace77.co.uk. And uh, they're playing the Undercover Fest tomorrow in Brighton with 999. You just gave a wonderful description about Nick Cash. So everybody That's can not 999. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah. At the undercover is nine nine nine. Yeah, yes. yeah. We're looking forward to that. There's a lot of great bands on yeah, there. Yeah, I see. Festival, Chelsea's playing and Peter and the Test Tube Babies. The selector. Hey, what is the Sex Pistols experience? Do you know? They're just a. Is they're it? a tribute band. Oh, okay. Okay. So I mean, fantastic guys. We were out drinking with them in Hamburg. Lovely guys, but mm-hmm. I don't quite get the tribute thing. You know, I mean, they're well, lovely people. And There's I a lot of them around. There's Ramones UK, the Ramonas, the Sex Pistols, the Experiences, Sex Pistols Dolls. There's SX mm. Pistols, and there's, there's loads of different ones. There's Clash Tributes. Oh yeah, and tributes fi- are fine. And, and tributes, I think, should be over there in 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 that place. Um, well, the real and, band. and not headlining a festival. That's why I was like, wait, who's in this band? I didn't, I didn't know. I, yeah, thought, I thought that the there had to be something more to it. Punks are very, you know, funny about that because they, they will go, they, you know, this is the nostalgia part of it. You know, they'll come and they'll jump around for us and all the rest of them. We're an original band. Hmm. But for the Sex Pistols experience, they'll want to hear all the old Sex Pistols songs and they'll be dancing around. They might as well be down the pub listening to the jukebox. I mean, they're really good. They are good and they look a bit like them as well. I've got, some some of the one of the guys, particularly a guy called Connor. He, I don't know if he's in them now, but he was in them, and he looks a spit an image of a young Sid Vicious. I mean, he really does. Mm. He's got his own bands. Um, he comes to see us all the time, but uh, he's uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of odd. I mean, like I look at the Ramonas again, a great people and a great band, and they play fantastic. And uh, I was speaking to a, 
uh, a mate of mine who's coming down to the Hunter Club, <coughs> he, was, he looked at his phone to tell to see if he could come because he's on the road with the Ramonas. I was thinking, my God, look at all these shows they've got. They've got loads of shows all over Germany and Italy. And mm. I'm thinking, the only reason they're getting that is because of the Ramones. Of course. You know, I'm thinking, well, I I don't get it. I don't I don't I don't get it. I, I maybe I'm I'm too old in the tooth, but they're great. They are great. And when you know, there's a feel good factor about it that you go along to see this band and and find. But I think they should be doing their own shows and people should go to it. I, I don't know about a festival. But, I, I mean, I've been just being a bit humbug about it. They, they are great people. And it all helps getting people in. And people know that at the end of the night they're going to have a little bit of a laugh and a wind down with uh, with a band like the, uh, the Sex, um, Sex Pistols Experience. Mm. They, they, they're good people, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like did want yeah. the, the clarification Yeah, both punk rock is actually on the uh, the website. Oh. If, if you go down the side under Rebels and Print, there's a, an icon there that says Vote Punk Rock. And the whole song is on the website? The whole song is on the website, yeah. Beautiful. I'm aware. So that is... And uh, the picture of me, that's, that's before I've lost the weight. Ah, well, you'll have to send us some, some afters, or I will... Uh, yeah. I'll take pictures of you when you're at the, uh, the Sunny Vale, and, and we'll get the before and afters up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's only recently that I've lost the weight, so it's like, um, you well, know. Congratulations. Not, yeah, thanks again. But as I say there's no recent pictures of me with the band. I mean, because I'm behind the drums, you can't really see it. Right. You know, you know so history, discography, minister. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on here that you can have a look at. But. And that is, that's menace77.co.uk. Yeah. And, uh, and Noel, I need to... Um, to kind of wrap things up here just because I've got to yeah, actually course, yeah. pre- prepare for, for airing this in, in not too long. Um, did you want to um, choose a song and uh, introduce it, tell me about it, and then I'll, I'll play it as our kind of outgoing? Um, did you want to play the Vote Punk Rock thing? Is that, uh, sure. Yeah, I, or um, the one that you, you do have, you've got... Um, Pick one. Get along. Either it, it's up to you. Yeah, um, play get along. I mean, I have to say that it's not representative of the band get along. Mm. But um, if you can find vote punk rock on online someplace, that would probably be more representative of the band. We'll be doing it as part of the sh- part of the tour. When we might not be doing get along, but get okay. along has been star. We only do one star song on each album. We don't. We're not a star band. So people just hear that, they think, oh, man, it's a ska band, which we're not. Right. Um, and my favorite old song would be Civilized, um, which was, and interestingly enough, covered by a band called... Um, oh, I don't know, mine's gone. But uh, the, guy, the guy that played with them is the guy who's put on the show in New York, in, in, in Brooklyn, Spencer. So he covered it with his band, The Craze. Oh, okay. I remember The Craze. So they'd done a cover of Civilized, and that was really good. Got so it. I'd like you either to play Civilized or Vote Punk Rock. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to just um, say, I don't know how whether people are, how many people are listening to the show, but uh, it's, it's great to... 
to speak to you all and to have the opportunity to to tell you about the tour and to tell you about the band and tell you about me and to tell you about my some of my beliefs and uh, hopefully when uh, we're in Brooklyn or one of the other towns that you'll come along and uh, have a Jaeger or two you know and uh, we'll be at the bar definitely we'll definitely be there excellent all right. thanks a lot guys thank you no and uh, I'll get the menace dates out in just a minute. Uh, have a safe trip down to uh, Brighton. Right. I guess that's tomorrow, and uh, and enjoy yeah. the exhibition tonight. Yeah. And, uh, and and thank you for being, you know, the guy who's kept the, the band really together. Yeah. And you know, your your focus is still is really there. And I think that the um, the the sound of the band is really more to do with you and. Uh, and values and and the feeling that you still bring to it, you know. There's a real. Yeah. Um, but all the guys in the band also have the similar values as well. We wouldn't be able to work together if they didn't have similar values. So, you know, we all we're, we're all in it together. It's kind of a, a democracy type of thing. And we, you know, Finn has got some really great ideas, and Rob and Howie, and they're all really great guys. So, without yeah. them, it wouldn't be it would be impossible for me to do it. Really, it is the know? genuine punk rock experience. Yeah. 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 I'm more the quality control, or the catalyst, <laughs> you were. So I say, I don't, I don't, that song is not, it's not menace. It's a great song, but it's not menace. It's not, it's more UK subs or Peter in the test Not menace. Menace have got a particular kind of feel, you know. Well, so, yeah. You're the guiding light. The guiding light. <laughs> or the guiding, you know, blinking light or something. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. Well, nice to speak to you. I look forward to seeing you. Yes. That's, That's cool. That's cool. Awesome. And so nice to have Noel Martin back. Hopefully I'll be able to record them when they are in the States. And this concludes... Podcast number 46. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle there is Diane Kamikaze. Kamikaze ends with an E. Thanks to Liz Berg. For getting all the podcast. outside stuff done because I can't think of word and outside stuff will be enough to describe what I'm thanking her for until the next one Diane Kamikaze signing off for WFMU